Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411, part three of Ryan. We shouldn't be still all, in the nineties. I was gonna say it shouldn't be all about. It should just be more about every episode. More about more about the next progress. <laughs> well, I do think that 2018 to 19 is not going to be that much. And from whenever he just came back, was it? It was only last year, right? Like it wasn't they don't even, 2020. They don't even split it up. Like whenever you look to that's see, that's what I was gonna say. That's probably all going to be one. Yeah. yeah. Whenever it breaks down, like what years he was there. It says 95 and then it says 18 to present. And I'm like, eh, there's a long time in there. He was not around, but, right. um, yeah. So I think that will be like, this I is the meat like and potatoes gonna, of yes, we're who gonna, Ryan is. We're going to get through this and then next week we're going to do 18 to present. Okay. Like. This so, is, this is the good stuff. It's going to answer your questions and you're going to get mad again and you're going to be shocked. I can't wait to get mad again. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot though that, I mean, it really, but the thing is that we have to remember too, is that a lot of the stuff wasn't even laws yet that right. we, it's like, we're looking at this stuff. Like, why is someone who, I think it, you said it like, yeah, he's the one that quote tortured Felicia and whether she was right or wrong about it, yes. her perception was. So they put her in a mental health facility to help that, but they let him go see her. Yep. No, it's just crazy. Oh. Crazy, crazy. So we ended with Felicia had gotten Ryan to confess by being a totally freaky ghost, like creepy looking. Have you ever seen Mr. Boogity? It was like an old Disney. It was, I think it was a made for TV movie, but that's who she reminded me of. I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's actually on Disney Plus. I was so excited to see it. I might have to check So that you have out. to watch it. I it's, will. Watch it through the eyes of you being five or six. Okay. Sounds like I'm going to have nightmares. Thank you. No. No? No. Okay. Do you do scary? Mm-mm. Okay. I hated it when I was younger, but I still watched it all the time. Like, it scared me, but just okay. that enough that... All right. He's outlined in glowing green. I, I think that I'll be... Okay. I don't do scary. I've told you this story. I don't do scary because of child's yes. play. Yes. And I still cannot watch child's play. And my sister sent me something the other day that they're turning child's play into a show. And I was like, okay, can Why? you stop? I don't know. But it's going to be like a couple segments show. And I'm like, uh-uh. no, can't watch it. So yes, everyone can make fun of me that I don't do all the super scary movies. I, I can't even handle child's play. No, I'm, I'm with you, but it's, it's a Disney made for TV movie. Yeah. Like from old school, like magical. I think it was like on the magical world of Disney. I think that that's, it was the Sunday night with Michael Eisner saying, hi, welcome. We're going to show you the latest technology that now we laugh at. Okay. 
So I will check it out. And then there's a sequel called The Bride of Boogity. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wealth of knowledge. Do you, you remember? Did you watch My Girl 2? Yes. Do you remember Uncle Phil? Sure. Her uncle that has the garage out in California that she goes to visit? Yeah. He's the dad. Oh, okay. So if you like him, you will like I'll be okay. He's also the dad in License to Drive. <gasps> oh, man. That's just heartbreaking. It's Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Oh, do you like 80s cheesy movies? Yes. Okay, you have to watch that one. All right. I'll make oh, a date. It's so... Okay, yes. I'm sorry. And watch it through your teenage eyes. Okay. Okay. I'll put those so on. We're back to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> now that... There's, I've given you three movies to watch. There you go. <laughs> Please email us if you have ever seen Mr. Boogity or Bride of Boogity. Oh, my God. If it's on Disney Plus, I cannot be the only one who has ever watched it. That's true. That is very true. I can't wait to hear all the because there's a lot of things not on Disney Plus that make me question: Am I the only one that ever watched that? Mm -hmm. So where that was, it was already on it. Okay. So okay. All right. Back to Ryan. So Felicia freaked him out. (laughs) Found out that she was actually alive because she bled. Mm -hmm. But Ryan had confessed. Was arrested. Trying to go to trial and. Well, no, where we ended was that we were getting that we were that he was being indicted. Mm -hmm. So we're picking up with what happened after the indictment. Uh Huh? I told you you were going to be disappointed. Jessica tells Sean and Mac that she has to ask to postpone Ryan's trial as he is pleading insanity to avoid jail time. Ryan makes a threat towards Jessica for setting him up. And after Ryan's threat, Jessica wants protection from Sean. He can only post a guard at her door for 48 hours. And so I went to the book and it says that Audrey recovered physically. And after much therapy, she testified against Ryan. Ryan was convicted and sentenced to the same mental hospital. So we'll get to all that. But that Ryan swore he'd get all of them, including Jessica Holmes, for betraying him. So I'm thinking that they just kind of put that out of order. And that was okay. the threat. He's going to get her. So then Steve tells Audrey about how he almost killed Ryan during his stay at GH after the accident. <gasps> and as the Chamberlain trial draws closer, the GH staff worries about Audrey and Steve. Poor Audrey was so messed up mm-hmm. after that. Audrey's nervous about testifying against Ryan and Tiffany is back at work covering Ryan's trial. A very stressed Audrey testifies at Ryan's trial and Steve testifies also. Jessica tells Felicia, Mac and Sean that she can't admit Ryan's confession in court. Are you angry? Yeah. Why? (laughs) She can only get him on attempted murder and assault, but not murder. Well, fair enough. Oh, no. No. No, it wasn't he, her. Yeah, Felicia murder. admit or Felicia got him to admit when she was being the ghost that he murdered all those women, but because he was set up, they can't use it in court. So I will never understand why attempted murder does not have the same as an actual murder or completed murder. Because they're not dead. You still your goal was the same. But I you just didn't failed. succeed in one of them. Doesn't mean that you should be allowed to get away with less jail time or less consequences. I mean, I agree, but that's where the line is. So Felicia is instructed by the judge not to mention any of Ryan's alleged past murders when she testifies. And Felicia testifies at the trial about the night Ryan tried to kill her at GH. Felicia is worried that some technicality will set Ryan free. Ryan takes the stand in his defense. He puts on quite a show telling the court that the games that were played on him by Felicia were the reason he snapped and attacked the Hardys. <gasps> Ryan has an attack of memory loss when cross-examined by Jessica and Felicia fears, fears the jury just bought Ryan's act. In some way, he's kind of right, though. In some way. <laughs> she did what she had to do to get the confession. But was he hallucinating like that before? Was he already on that? This is where having those videos would come in handy. Yeah. Because if he was already on that path, but what we saw of him in the videos prior to that, yeah, he was not obviously the most up and up, but the Ryan that we were introduced to in the beginning and the Ryan that attacked Audrey were two completely different. Where was the point that he snapped? Right. If it was in fact in response to the way that Felicia did that. And technically, 
Yeah. But I don't, I don't feel like that's entirely it. I mean, he was already crazy, obviously. Right. You, she just kind of yeah. helped him along. Yeah. So then Mac tells Felicia that the Chamberlain verdict is in and they need to get to the courthouse. And <gasps> our- that was a Friday cliffhanger because look at the dates. It yes. was August 27th and then August 30th is the next date. Dun, dun, dun. And so as our trusty book just told us, Ryan is found guilty on all counts and makes a scene in court. Of course. Sean learns that Ryan has been taken to GH after trying to slit his wrists in prison. Oh, Ryan, don't do that stuff. Let me see if it says anything else in our book about... Oh, is that the Triple L Diner? Aww. It is. It was really, oh. really hard for me to not want to start watching other videos that were happening around this time because this is whenever Luke and Laura came back. And Karen was having all the stuff with Ray and all the stuff with mm. Alan that we talked about. We already watched all those, Ray. though. Yes, but it's still, I love them. You know I do. I know. So. It was hard for me not to be like, well, I could look up. Maybe there's some Ryan in there. No, no, there's not. Just let it go. Okay. All right. That'll pick up there. Okay. Um, so nothing else in the book about his time. No. He'd split, his medical split care. His wrists, but nothing else about his medical care. So then um, Tony tells Felicia, Mac, and Sean that Ryan wanted to die and knew exactly how to do it. Tony tells Sean that Ryan has regained consciousness and he must remain at the hospital for 72 hours. So he's just affirming the fact that he's crazy to try to manipulate the courts at a later date, I would assume. And then we don't hear from him for almost a month. Yeah. And then Abby tells Felicia that Ryan has been asking for her and they can use that to their advantage. Michelle Bale's body may still be in Port Charles and Abby needs clues to get a murder conviction against him. And that was one of those girls that we were like, who is that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Mac and Felicia make a new plan to find out who killed Jessica. Mac remembers that Ryan made threats towards Jessica. Mac and Felicia tell Sean their Ryan theory. So... I didn't get into all of this because it was about Sean, not about Ryan, but Sean had gotten Jessica pregnant and then not pregnant and then maybe pregnant again. And so he was angry because then Tiffany got pregnant and he was like, listen, I'm, I'm going to be with my wife and we are not doing this. It's done and over with and whatever. And so he goes to her I don't know if it was her hotel room or her apartment, but anyway, goes to talk to her like one more time and shows up and she's dead. And Robin walks in to him standing over the body with a bloody hand or whatever. So everyone assumes that Sean is who killed Jessica because she was, he was standing over the body with a bloody hand. And they all knew about this affair and the back and forth and getting her pregnant and blah, 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 blah. So, that is where um, Mac and Felicia tell Sean the Ryan theory because no one has any idea who it was that actually killed Jessica. But she is finally dead. You said last week that you hoped that she died. She was so mean. So I actually <laughs> took it out of... Oh! Because I didn't want to spoil it for anyone else. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... In our conversation before editing, she was like, I don't like that Jessica girl. I hope that she dies. And I was like, wait till you see what happens next. So there you go. She's killed. And poor uh, Sean is getting blamed for Ryan. Not really so much poor Sean. <laughs> not, not real poor Sean here. No? Yes, he was found over his dead lover's body I mean the woman that he was having an affair with he didn't so not so much poor entirely maybe he wouldn't kill her but he, he, he was not the best dude at the time it's just you know ah uh, september 27th sean tells mac and felicia that what they are considering would be physically impossible for ryan in the condition he was in the night of the murder what does that mean because he had just slit his wrists. He was in the So what was he physically not able to do then? Get escape from they had oh, a guard. Okay. They had a guard on Ryan's um room. Uh-huh. And he had slit his wrists and whatever. And so he's saying it is impossible for Ryan to have slipped past his guards. Gotcha. And got out to her whatever. And also 
Um, I feel like to psychopaths, anything is possible. True. Sean was also under suspicion because he had actually threatened Jessica because Perfect. she said to him that if he didn't tell Tiffany about her being pregnant, that she would tell Tiffany. And we already talked about Tiffany being in the very upset state yep. after her last miscarriage. And yep. now she's pregnant again. And so he was like, if you tell her, I will kill you. So yeah, you, maybe, you shouldn't maybe threaten. See, exactly. Again, don't like a, no poor Sean. People. If you threaten to kill someone and then they wind up dead. Oh, it was Sean's hotel room. Here, it's I'll clarify. reasonable to think you're the one who did it. I didn't, like I said, didn't want to get into a whole bunch of Sean, but here, this little whatever. Um, Sean begged Tiffany's forgiveness. By the time she was ready to forgive him, Jessica learned that she really was pregnant because, you know, she may have accidentally faked it before. And then Jessica demands that Sean do right by her or should tell Tiffany, I'll kill you if you do, said Sean, thinking of Tiffany's fragile state as Robin Scorpio enters her uncle Sean's hotel room. Mm. She saw him holding a bloody statue over Jessica's body. Secretly fearing that Tiffany had killed her, Sean said he killed Jessica. But when Mac and Felicia proved that Ryan had escaped custody briefly to kill yet again, Jessica, gotcha, Jessica. So therefore, so. Sean is telling them that what they are thinking just couldn't have happened. Mac and Felicia think that Ryan's suicide attempt was a ruse to get him out of prison. Sean, Mac, and Felicia try to theorize how Ryan could have escaped from General Hospital to kill Jessica. Mac is determined to find something that proves Ryan escaped. Audrey speaks at Ryan's sentencing. And Ryan is sentenced to a mental hospital until he is fit to serve his 25 years in jail. Okay, so does the 25 years begin after he goes into jail or does it begin when he goes into the mental hospital? When he goes into jail. Okay. Get... So if he spends like 10 years at the mental right. hospital and then goes to jail, he still has 25, 25 years. years. Yes, he has to be in his right mental state. Before okay. He... So he probably still hasn't served his 25 years. We are soon going to have law degrees. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Mac and Fel Mac, Felicia and Sean. I know that on Monday's uh, episode, we talked about like some professions you don't really need a degree for. Law, you do. Yes. Yes. Please don't. <laughs> Please Law, don't you do. You can get that just from experience. Mac, Felicia and Sean tap Garcia for help with Ryan to prove that Ryan killed Jessica. Mac interviews the guard that was posted at Ryan's door at General Hospital the night of the murder. Garcia informs Mac and Felicia that a bloodstained fiber was found on Jessica's body, which may have been from a bandage of some kind. In October, Mac, Felicia, Sean, and Tiffany look at the blueprints of the hospital for Ryan's escape route. Sean gets the lab report about the blood found on Jessica, and it matches Ryan's. Felicia decides it is time to talk face-to-face -face with Ryan as he requested Oh, no. I wonder if she tells everyone how she talked face to face with him like 10 times back then like she <laughs> <Right>. did now. <laughs> Mac, Felicia, Sean, and Tiffany look into Ryan. How could... Man, I love that it's the same group of people. Yes. They, he How he could have gotten into the hotel unnoticed. Sean doesn't think it's a good idea for Felicia to visit Ryan. Alone, that is. Sean and Mac plan on watching every second of Felicia meeting with Ryan. Ryan is brought in. They have their meeting at the mental hospital, and Ryan is very interested about Sean's marriage issues. Mm-hmm. Felicia wants to visit Ryan again. She's obsessed. Just a bit. Sean and Felicia, Sean and Tiffany need to keep their distance from each other as they know that Ryan is keeping tabs on them. They fake a fight at Kelly's. Sean tells Mac and Felicia that Michelle Bale's body has been found floating in the lake. I wonder Not if it's Lake, lake Superior. <laughs> or Lake, um, what was it, Dead People? Murder Kill. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the July 4th, 2022 recap. Garcia tells Mac, Felicia, and Sean that the forensics on Michelle are inconclusive. Felicia does not want Sean and Mac watching her next meeting with Ryan. Why? You'll get it. So she meets again, and Felicia drops a bomb on him that Michelle's body has been found. Felicia tells Sean and Mac that she thinks that she has a surefire way to prove that Ryan killed Jessica. They should just put Ryan back in the same hospital room with the same guard and wait. He will escape again. Mac and Felicia ask Steve about inducing a condition that would require hospitalization of a serial killer. The hospitalization of a serial killer, not just a... <laughs> Steve makes a suggestion to Mac and Felicia, and Felicia bakes some tainted muffins for Ryan. Did you watch that? Mm -mm. Oh, so she goes into the um, meeting room, 
And he's like, I'm not trusting you. I'm not eating anything that you brought me because I'm not stupid. And she's like, okay, whatever. I'll just eat some muffins. So she does take a bite of the muffin. And then he's like, oh, okay. And he eats some too. Did she eat a poisoned muffin? She did. So it's not like she just knew that the one in the bottom left was not. <gasps> nope. Oh, Mac and Felicia tell Bobby and Tony about their plan for Ryan. You have to stop telling everybody your plans. Bobby thinks that Lucy will want to get out of Dodge when she hears that Ryan may be coming to the Brownstone looking for Felicia. Why? Just What's Lucy have crazy. to do with this? Okay. In the way. Okay. Felicia gets Ryan to eat one of her poison muffins and Lucy calls Scott freaked out that Ryan will be coming to the Brownstone and Ryan starts to get sick. Mac and Felicia learn that Ryan has been admitted to General Hospital with serious stomach pains. Ooh, who was it? Who was it that had someone stab them? It was Jason, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh. See, a muffin is much more less painful. I, I don't know. I've never been stabbed in my stomach, but I've had some serious <laughs> stomach pains at times. I'm not willing to test out this theory. No? Ryan is to be placed in the same room until he supposedly escaped from the last time he was a GH. Mac is bunking with Felicia, waiting for Ryan to show up after he escapes, and Mac asks Felicia to marry him. Felicia tells him she has to think about it. You know, maybe being on watch with looking for a serial killer to escape. It does say somewhere in here that she's just not sure that Mac's ready for all the responsibility of her child, and I laughed. Mac is back at Felicia's apartment to keep guard as Ryan may try to escape tonight. And Ryan starts his escape from the hospital. He makes the escape, and Felicia wakes up to Ryan in bed with her. <laughs> what? How did they not? They're mm-hmm. supposed to be watching him. Nope. Guys. Nope. Oh. Steve learns that Ryan has escaped, and Ryan tells Felicia that he has discovered a way they can be joined permanently. Oh. I can just picture him saying that. While he's laying in bed with her, like, yes. hey. Steve alerts Matt. When was this? 95. Okay. Yeah. Esme's too young. 93. 93. 93. Yeah. So Esme's too young. Esme's yes. too young. <sighs> well, he yeah. kind of, no, because yeah, how would, right, would be 30 how would he yes. have gotten her yeah. egg? Right. That's not something you can just pluck. Especially like not that's, back then. Yeah. No. Okay. <sighs> okay. Unless he drugged her. And yeah. then, because I mean, he's done that before and then did it. No. But still, Esme would be 30. That's not, yeah. The okay. ages don't match up. Okay. Again, we could be consultants if you want <laughs> other storylines. <laughs> um, oh, God. That's just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Steve alerts Mac that Ryan could be heading over to the Brownstone. Mac turns around to Ryan, who has Felicia. Mac and Ryan struggle, and Mac is knocked out. Felicia gets a confession out of Ryan for Jessica's murder. And Ryan is taken into custody. How'd she get the confession? I don't know. I could not find a clip on that. Oh, it just says Mac and Felicia prove that Ryan has escaped custody briefly to kill yet again. Sean's cleared. He and Tiffany slowly reconcile. It doesn't give me information on how they got Ryan to admit what it is that he did. So at the end of October, Ryan confesses to all four murders of the women in his past. Sean wants the hows and whys of Jessica's murder. Ryan recounts how he broke out of the hospital and killed Jessica. Sean is clear to the murder and reinstated as the commissioner. So he like went through and showed them. I went into this room and turned this and moved this and it unscrewed this air duct and blah, blah, blah. And like shows exactly how you can. Yes. (laughs) You can escape from GH. So that was interesting. Like, did they fix it? How did they not know then? Because if he took off, if he took off the cover of an air duct, no, he just loosened it so that he could pull it off. But did it stay off? How did it, what, did he put it back oh, on behind them? Like, didn't oh, they, he didn't wouldn't they have that? They should. So have wouldn't they that. have found? Yeah, that's a that, good question. Hey, the cover to the air duct is just sitting here, hey. and Ryan's missing. You know, a whole body could fit up in there. Yeah, but how did he get out? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know I don't either. Know. Maybe he had it stay on with magnets crap i'm giving people ideas because then he could just pull it off the floor and pull it behind him and then it would just mm-hmm. stop giving ideas <laughs> stop okay so then it doesn't talk about ryan 
for a while. And then it comes to December 3rd. Ryan's twin brother, Kevin, shows up out the outback, scaring Felicia half to death. And the book says... I do remember having watched that. The book says, after Mac and Felicia at long last become engaged, they meet a newcomer to Port Charles. Dr. Kevin Collins found the town incredibly inhospitable. Everywhere he went, people either screamed when they saw him or punched him out. Kevin was the demonic Ryan's identical twin brother. They'd been separated since they were four. Kevin had an international reputation as a psychiatrist. He'd heard about Ryan's case and wanted to see if he could bring his brother to some degree of sanity. Mac didn't trust Kevin at all. Something about his looks, he told Felicia, who saw no reason to blame Kevin for Ryan's crimes. Kevin visited Ryan in the mental hospital and Ryan gave Kevin a hard time, but he needed his brother and looked forward to Kevin's return. Soon Ryan began practicing how to be Kevin. Oh, <laughs> so um, Felicia freaks out as this was just saying, whenever she sees who she thinks is Ryan, Mac decks him, Mac and Felicia take Kevin who they think is Ryan to the PCPD. Mac and Felicia aren't buying the fact that this is, Kevin Collins, Ryan's twin, and then Sean finds his Swiss driver's license, and Kevin tells them that he's a psychiatrist that has come to study his brother, and Sean says, yeah, he's actually telling the truth. So then... I still like my idea better. Sorry. That if they had had Kevin be and not realized that Felicia was there because of Ryan. You also want them to be like triplets? (laughs) No, I actually (laughs) don't want them to be triplets. I don't know where that actually came from. I didn't have a full storyline on that, but... Maybe by the end of this, she'll have it developed. So then Mac and Felicia take Kevin to the Port Charles Hotel, but the hotel is booked. So Kevin rubs Mac the wrong way, like it just said. And Felicia offers Kevin a place to stay at the Brownstone, which I think is freaky. Yeah. You had Ryan, or yeah, you had Ryan there and then just, hey, come on. But Felicia gives every person the benefit of the doubt. I don't care. Regardless of I, if they look no, like... No, that's freaky. So they bring Kevin I'm to the Brownstone. I'm not saying it's not, but... And it gives Bobby and Tony quite a shock. Kevin tells Felicia that he is going to see Ryan at the mental hospital. Kevin and Felicia discuss her relationship with Ryan, and Kevin is afraid that he may have a side that is as dark as Ryan's as they share the same genetic makeup, which is the thought process Esme was having also. Mm-hmm. So why didn't Kevin talk to her about that? That would have been that, like, good. he's had those, like yes. he actually really could have taken her at face value mm-hmm. and had that deep conversation of, yeah, guess what? I've had the same thoughts right. because Ryan's my brother. We were separated. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Here's some things you can do for your own like self checklist of if yes. you're worried about this. Am I am I not a sociopath? I'd like to read that checklist. I mean, they <laughs> I, they have quizzes. All right. So then Kevin gets a slap in the face from Ruby because he also thinks that she also thinks that he is Ryan, and then uh, Ryan attacks Kevin when he arrives at the mental hospital to see him. Kevin tells Mac and Felicia about Ryan flipping out and Mac warns Kevin that Ryan can't be rehabilitated. So we're going to give Mac the gold star because he said this back in 93 Mm -hmm. and people are still not listening. Yep. Shortly after Kevin's arrival, he scares Tiffany thinking that he's his evil twin. With the misunderstanding cleared, Tiffany leaves and Felicia and Kevin chat about her seeing Ryan when she looks at him and her independent spirit being tampered with by her upcoming nuptials. And that's the other side of this, which again, I didn't get into because it is not the Ryan story, but Kevin is like sweet on Felicia also. And Max like, "Mm -mm, you need to back up. Mm -mm. You're being a little too nice. And you look just like your freaky brother that tortured her. So can you all knock it off? And then Kevin and Ryan have a session at the mental hospital. They discuss their childhood with their parents because we talked about before their mother was abusive to Ryan. And so for some reason, their father took Kevin and left, but left Ryan with his mother. And that's why he felt the need to kill her, which I can't really. That's just horrible. Yeah, I can't. I can't blame him for killing his mother. The other women, yes. But his mother, it sounds like she had it coming. So then Ryan learns that Kevin's a psychiatrist and Kevin tells Felicia that he's going to stay in Port Charles for a while. And then Ryan tells Kevin about his dreams. Kevin accuses him of manufacturing memories. 
Ryan and Kevin learn they have matching scars, which I couldn't find that. So I don't know what that's about. Why do Kevin and Ryan have matching scars? Please, please, please let us know if you know. And then Ryan learns that Felicia is engaged to Mac. When the guard returns to get Ryan after his session with Kevin, he lies and claims that he is Kevin and Ryan just walked out of there. Oh, so he did that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Mac is not happy to hear Kevin discussing Ryan with Felicia. Kevin meets with Ryan again and Kevin confronts Ryan about claiming to be him with the guard after the last visit. And Ryan says, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't happen. Mm. So then we're into 1994, January. Kevin meets his brother and they talk about their mother and what it would be like if they had kids. Ugh, no. Esme Kevin doesn't. Ha- no, but Kevin doesn't have any kids. He doesn't. I wonder if that's why. Huh. His brother told him to go for it with Felicia because Mac could hardly stand in his way. Mm-hmm. That's mm. so gross. Let's see if we started this brother's like in the same chick way back then. Ryan reads about Felicia's engagement in the paper and works his whole I am Kevin Collins routine with his psychiatrist. Kevin gets word that Ryan has had delusional episodes and he meets with Ryan. Mac tells Kevin that if he believes Ryan had real delusional episodes, then he is a fool. Felicia tells the unsuspecting Kevin that his mother was killed by Ryan. Kevin plans to confront him about this and goes ahead and and asks him, did you kill our mom? Kevin tells Felicia that his brother is brilliant and a monster. That is the perfect description of him. Yep. Kevin makes it clear to Ryan that he owes him nothing. He is not responsible for what happened to him. And Kevin tells Ryan that Felicia is getting married next week. I don't understand why he's telling him about Felicia, though. Like, you know that's a trigger. Don't keep talking to him about it. And you are a psychiatrist. You know this. Exactly. Yeah. Kevin meets Ryan in his room with no handcuffs this time. And Ryan thanks Kevin for returning to see him, even after what he told him. Okay, so I'm assuming that he He told him that he did kill their mom. Ryan wants Kevin to help get over his obsession with Felicia. And Ryan wants to confront her. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ryan gets the upper hand with Kevin, knocks him out, and switches places with him. Kevin wakes up in Ryan's bed at the mental hospital. The guards do not believe his story that Ryan has escaped again. And Ryan shows up at the outback and sees Felicia and Mac through the window. Because that was why he kept saying, Uh that's my brother, that's my brother. It's like the boy who cried wolf when it finally happened. They're like, nah uh He is is a brilliant monster. Yeah. Brilliant monster. So then Kevin is still having no luck convincing the guards that he is not Ryan. And Ryan shows up at Felicia's apartment telling her that Ryan was very agitated after he learned that she was getting married. Felicia notices a change in quote unquote Kevin. Kevin is sedated. The real Kevin is sedated after going another round with the guards about how he is not Ryan. And then Kevin, who's actually Ryan moves his stuff into his office at GH. Why would he need to do that if he already has an office? Mm -hmm. And then Ryan pretending to be Kevin Kevin. arrives at the Scorpio house and has a present from Mac, some books on relationships. Talk about a slap in the face with that. Felicia and Mac have their bachelor and bachelorette parties and Kevin, which is really Ryan shows up uninvited to Mac's bachelor poker game at Sean's. That sounds fun. And then he's, taking the guys for quite a ride in poker and Luke arrives at the poker game and he suspects that Kevin has been cheating. Luke wants to rattle his cage. Kevin accuses Luke of cheating and storms out. Kevin arrives at the grill and offers Felicia a ride home after her party. He weirds Felicia out and she wants to know what is wrong with him. He tries to prove. Nope. That's real. Kevin. No. The, the next sentence, Kevin tries to prove it to Ryan. That's real Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that fake, was fake Kevin, Kevin that yes. was driving her home. Fake Kevin. But the next sentence yes. is. Sorry. So fake Kevin weirds Felicia out and she wants to know what's wrong with him. And then actual Kevin tries to prove to the doctors that Ryan's on on the streets and Felicia is in danger. So then the book says um, basically the same thing. Ryan Chamberlain also escapes from his prison cell, knocking out his visiting twin brother, Kevin Collins. He traded places with him. Ryan will never let Felicia marry Mac. 
and this is where this is going to go too. So it's the day of Felicia and Max's wedding, February 7th. I thought they would have got married on Valentine's Day, but I'm, it's cute. They did it a week early. Unless that was just on the show. I was going to say it might've been it. Cause if it took a week to get there, right. It could have been, it could have been. So then Max shows up at Felicia's apartment, but she won't see him because it's bad luck. Duh. You're not supposed to see your man on your wedding day. Although I totally broke that rule. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. <laughs> so <laughs> Ryan, I have a feeling that there are some marriages that did not work out that didn't do that. Okay. Okay. Let's take a poll. Did you, or did you not see your spouse? And are you divorced now? Right. How long did it last? <laughs> so then Ryan, the actual Ryan posing as Kevin, readies a bomb in his hotel room and Kevin and Max's hotel room. Yes. Okay. And then. Right. I'm assuming. Oh, no, no. Ryan, Ryan's in a hotel room. He is making the bomb in his own hotel room. Okay. He is. Right. I'm not sure. It doesn't say which one, but I know one's seeing him either way. So I don't know which okay. else he's it, in. He's probably in his, his own hotel room well, why making he a bomb. Why would at Kevin's house? Right. That's well, it's probably because he doesn't actually want to blow up people that he doesn't want to blow up. Uh, maybe. I mean, but at okay. the hotel, that's well, it's pe- very thoughtful of him to not try to blow up But the hotel people. has more people in it. <laughs> uh, anyway. Very thoughtful. So Kevin, the real Kevin, <laughs> gets Ryan's doctor to run a fingerprint check on him. Sean arrives at the mental hospital and Kevin recounts the first day he met Sean. So that along with the fingerprints coming back, Sean knows that he's telling the truth. And then Ryan arrives at the church. Sean gets into a car accident while trying to go alert Garcia about Ryan. Felicia and her bridesmaids arrive at the church with Sean Awal. Tony takes his place as Mac's best man. Mm -hmm. And then the book just says he shows up at the church on their wedding day wearing a bomb. No one suspected he was Ryan and not Kevin until Kevin burst in. So we'll get, we're going to get there. So an unconscious Sean has a head injury and is taken to the hospital. Kevin returns to his hotel suite. Oh, so Kevin was staying in a hotel okay. instead of So whatever. Ryan was that in Kevin's sense. hotel room. Got it. And that's why he was not at the Brownstone. Got it. Boom. Got it. Because yeah. Lucy would have freaked out because that I see, I matters guess I, at some point. In yes. <laughs> I just assumed that Kevin had found an apartment by now, but I guess not. I guess he stayed at the Brownstone a few nights and then got a hotel room. Yes. So, okay. Whew. My goodness. We got there. <laughs> we'll get the chart. So Kevin returns to his hotel suite and finds wiring material on the floor left behind by Ryan. He rushes to get a cab to the church. Everyone freaks out when Kevin arrives because they thought he was already there. And then Lois tells Kevin and Ryan. Lois tells Kevin and Ryan. I don't know what that has to say do with anything. Okay. Lois, Lois tells Kevin and Ryan get into a fight. It doesn't make any Does sense. Does she tell them to get into a fight? <laughs> I don't think so. I, that might have been just Maybe she's telling them sense. to go outside maybe, and fight. Maybe. Not, maybe that's don't fight that in meant. the church. You can do right. Don't get into a physical wedding. fight right in the aisle of the church. Lois tells Kevin and Ryan. Yeah, I think get that was just into a, a like, physical fight. Just a tail. All right, they get something. in a fight. We don't know where Lois came from. <laughs> I mean, she or what the, she's what she she's telling them. At the wedding, but I don't think she was telling them to fight. I think that she I just had a run on sentence there. So they get into a fight. Sometimes at the, the sentences don't make sense. That is true. I did fix I mean there's um, a lot some that you have to read like Yes. A few times to be like, what? I did have to add and fix some words because they were not making sense. So Ryan takes Felisa hostage and reveals he has a bomb. Mac takes Ryan out. Is this Curly Q girl again? Yeah. Okay. We forgot to notate that at the beginning. Oh, sorry. It's all. Uh, nope. It's, uh, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Curly Q Just is. Just like to give notice where it. Or as we're talking about bombs. Credit. Curly Q is also the bomb because she gives <laughs> us a nice breakdown of what it is that we're Absolutely. supposed to Absolutely. Paying attention to. So Mac takes Ryan out and Paul saves the day Hornsby? by getting the bomb out of the church. Hornsby? Yeah. Tracy's husband. Yeah. When I'm seeing him though, no. It would lo- was it that would- the Paul that was with Jenny? No. Okay, we don't know which Paul it was. The Paul that was with Jenny, because we're going to get to that. Okay. I can't remember what his name is. Like, I can see his face. You're not with me. You didn't no, watch I'm it. No, I'm not. <laughs> so... Um, Mac like throws the bomb and he catches it and throws it outside or whatever. <laughs> so, 
So okay. Paul saves the day by getting the bomb out of the church. Yay. After the commotion, Ryan tries to make a break for it. Ryan and Mac have a fight and they go off the balcony rail of the church. Oh, no. Ryan's arrested and Mac's okay, but he has a broken arm. So. And Ryan didn't break anything? Ryan did not. Yeah. Luckily, Sean's okay after his car accident, gets some stitches, makes a phone call wanting Ryan transferred to a felony prison out of New York if possible. And Mac is brought into GH with a broken arm. Oh, so it doesn't tell, it doesn't talk about it, but it, maybe it'll say it in here. Hold on. Um, it finally convinced Kevin had finally convinced the guards who he was. Ryan threatened to blow everyone up, but Mac got the bomb away from him, tossing it to Paul Hornsby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's not who he looked like. Who detonated it. He was recast. When Yeah, he was recast. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Who detonated it. I mean, that explains it. But... <laughs> you mean different people look different? <laughs> what? And sometimes different people look the same. <laughs> They're called oh, doppelgangers. Oh my. Or twins in this case. <laughs> or previous vampires now doctors. Can I claim I lost part of so my much brain of this- listening to you guys talk <laughs> about the scale of the property? I feel like that might have been what happened. Yeah. So Mac got the bomb away from him, tossing it to Paul Hornsby, who detonated safely outside the church. Mac and Ryan struggle and crash through a second floor railing to the floor below. Ryan was captured, but Mac was injured and couldn't marry Felicia. Paul and Jenny, who had longed to be together, seized the moment and took their place at the altar. Following this <gasps> impromptu... Yes, yes. That's why I wanted to mention it. It's because it's like, hold on, I can't get married. Shannon, you want to go ahead and take over this? Okay. Do we not have to have marriage licenses? I know. That's this is all Vegas. I ever think of is where did you get yeah. your marriage license? Following the impromptu and heartfelt ceremony, Paul and Jenny Hornsby left on an instant honeymoon in the South Pacific. Upon their return, Jenny's nephew Sly moved in with them. But that's whatever. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Um. What? Yeah. So, okay. And then we're not going to talk about ryan for a while in the book Mm -mm. there's so much good stuff to get lost in so much good stuff this is where we get miguel there's so much good things that happened in the 90s all right so kevin sees ryan again and angrily confronts him for taking advantage of him kevin says goodbye to ryan for good and then he visits mac at the hospital and apologizes for believing that ryan could change Okay, I'm not going to try to foreshadow too much here, but I think we all know that that's not true because how many times has he continued to pretend like Ryan can change? Mm. So then Ryan walks in on them fighting about money. Who's them? Mac and Felicia? No. Kevin does a little role reversal exercise. Maybe it was with Mac and Felicia. They were still talking about getting married then? Well, I mean, just because you break your arm doesn't mean the marriage is off. Or the wedding's off entirely. He broke it, saving her life. If anything. I feel like I'd still get married. It's just I know. Go to the hospital. That's what you do. Like, I I can say I do. I hold my arm. It's okay. Yeah. And then we can go. You're in a room full of doctors. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that somebody could have said it long enough for you to say I do. Yeah. I don't know. Just real quick. But, I mean, it worked out for Paul and Jenny. So, good for them. So, I'm assuming it's supposed to say Kevin walks in on Mac and Felicia fighting and then does, does a little a, roll Yeah, because that makes way more sense. Okay. And then the reason that we don't talk about Ryan for a long time is that this is when Maxie gets sick. Oh. So <clears throat> Simone tells Felicia that Maxie's test results show nothing conclusive. And then Kevin brings Maxie a stuffed bunny rabbit. So I think that I wonder if she still has that. I don't know. That would be really sweet. It would be. It would be very, very sweet. But Kevin is still like being a little too nice to Felicia. Yeah. And Mac's not liking it. And then Mac. So this is because, again, just to like get us to where we are, Maxie is sick. So then Mac and Felicia are fighting all the time because Mac is worried about Felicia and how she's not taking care of herself and she needs to rest and take a break from the hospital and blah, blah, blah. 
And Felicia, like a normal mom, is like, what are you talking about? I have to be here with my daughter. You don't understand. And so then they need Frisco to come back because Maxie's really, really bad off. So Max, Max being the loving, wonderful man that he is, goes and finds Frisco. Goes and flies himself to find (laughs) Frisco. And when Frisco comes back, then there's some sparks between Felicia and Frisco and... Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be sparks between them, but. So Mac and Felicia are just like, no, we're done. Mm. We're not going to do, we're not going to be together anymore. And that's just how it goes. So then we get to 95. Like almost a year later. Mm-hmm. And Kevin tells Lucy that he has decided to see Ryan today. And Lucy's like, hey, you should just forget about that. So I'm assuming in this time period is when Kevin and Lucy got together. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Ryan, the, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the book says Kevin pays a final visit to his twin Ryan. Ryan asks about life in Port Charles and was genuinely sorry to hear of BJ's death. And that's the one thing that it doesn't highlight, just because we're talking about what a psychopath he is. Children were his one, up until this point at least, his one like good thing. He was serious about his pediatrics. Like he was actually he a pediatrician. Actually, was concerned. Well, he probably with wanted to save children, being that he was not. Right. So. I don't know. And again, I think that Kevin needs to watch what he says. Maybe he needs to go back for some more training at this point in time because Kevin told him that he'd rid himself of all his demons, including Ryan, and that he'd never see him again. You see, Ryan, the big difference between us is that I can love and you can't. Oh, yeah, challenged Ryan. How's Felicia? Pregnant with Frisco's child. Kevin left Ryan seething. So. Hmm. Why are you telling him that she's pregnant? Yeah. Because it's just going to make him angry. Mm. So, and that's what the January 9th talks about is that he tells her that they're pregnant. And then Kevin yeah. walks out. And then Ryan hits it off with Connie Cooper, his new occupational therapist. Mm-hmm. Kevin tells Lucy about his meeting. And she is thrilled that he is putting Ryan behind him. Ryan starts to compose a note for Connie, and he writes that he believes someone is going to kill him. Oh, so he's starting then. Ryan gives Connie his letter to read, and Ryan comes stumbling out of the mental hospital bathroom, bleeding from his head. Connie visits him, who claims that he was attacked by two men while he was cleaning the bathroom. And then Connie visits Ryan, and he wants her help. He wants her to steal three pages from a doctor's prescription pad and she agrees to get the drugs for Ryan. No, Connie, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then she gave him pills and Kevin learns that Ryan is dead. And um, that was in February of 1995. Yes. The book says when Ryan's naive new occupational therapist, Connie Cooper taught him how to crochet, Ryan's mood improves. So crocheting can just make you not be a psychopath anymore. He'd crochet and talk. She'd watch him crochet and listen. Before long, he'd crocheted his way straight into her heart. Ugh. Cheesy. This is too easy. Ryan giggled to himself. It had come up with a plan. I don't picture Ryan giggling. Is Connie Cooper related to Brad Cooper's adoptive family? I, that, it definitely does not tell me. So you'll have to, that's a Google search. I hope huh. not because her fate is well, not that good. would also explain, oh no, because, well, okay, again, nature versus nurture because biologically Brad is in the Wu family, but if he was raised by a family that, you know, steals prescription pads and gets prescription drugs for someone who has not been prescribed them by the proper person, could explain a little bit of where Brad might have, maybe she babysat him too many times. <laughs> Maybe she was babysitting him while oh, this was going on. God. And that was when Brad was like, you can just do that stuff. I want to be like my aunt. Is, is, that, is that Brad's little kid that's, voice? That's three-year-old Brad's voice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And if they could just make that connection, though. Oh, no. Stop. Well, we need more of the woo stuff going on first, so. Yeah, I'm not ready for them to make him related to some random woman. No. Okay. Connie can just, they can share a last name. That's just how it is. Wait, you can have the same last name and not be related to somebody? My gosh. I wish I was related to some people that have the same last name. People always ask me if I'm related to um, Jimmy Kimmel. And I'm like, his name is spelt differently. Yeah, it is. is, But I wish that I was because I could. That'd be fun. Like, hey, cousin Jimmy, what's up? Yeah. 
So Kevin tells Lucy that Ryan was found dead in his cell and they don't know how he died. Lucy insists on going with Kevin and they meet Connie. She tells him that she saw another side to Ryan. Connie pulls a switcheroo at the morgue. What's a switcheroo? Okay, so this- Did she replace the body? So hold on. <gasps> Ryan Chamberlain convinces his only friend, I'm Connie Cooper, that oh. he'd be murdered in his cell. She is she totally- help him. Totally Brad's aunt. She bought the medication and made all the arrangements. Kevin got a phone call and turned pale. He turned to Lucy and said, Ryan is dead. Kevin and Lucy went to the prison's hospital- <laughs> morgue and saw ryan's body they saw him in the casket they saw him buried so mm. her switcheroo was very convincing because at whatever time they I'm saw him you, this they is where brad buried. learned it all they saw him buried and brad was there for all of it no <laughs> no <laughs> he thought that's what you do <laughs> All right, read that next sentence so that I can read this because poor Brad is getting thrown into another single family and he doesn't but need it's, it. It's it's clearing his name. He didn't know. <laughs> okay, I don't think so, so. Lucy does not want Kevin to dwell on Ryan and the way that Ryan died bothers Kevin. Connie digs up Ryan's grave and lets him out. She is relieved that he is alive and Ryan quickly takes care of Connie, burying her. Yes. Because, you know, so serial killers aren't necessarily. So Connie Cooper, who watches Kevin and them leave, starts digging for dear life, Ryan's life. He looked so dead. She'd hoped the medication that slowed down his heart didn't kill him after all. When she reached his coffin, she let herself hope. When Ryan sprung out of it, her heart leaped. She hugged him. Oh, Ryan, I'm so happy I could die. As she went on about their life together, he took out the scarf hid crocheted tied it tightly around her and snapped her neck burying connie in his grave some strong yarn stealing into kevin's home ryan stole clothes money and once again his twin's identity dun, dun, dun. oh ryan goes back to poor charles buck on a flat tire he did slowed him down a good, low. A good samaritan offers to help and soon the police show up the cop recognizes him as dr collins mm -hmm. and calls a tow truck Ryan checks into a hotel in Port Charles. Oh. And then Ryan breaks into Kevin's house, took a, long, took a look around, got some credit cards, money keys, and changed into Kevin's clothes. In addition to the ID, that's kind of smart. Mm -hmm. Ryan arrives at GH, and Ryan cons his way into Kevin's office. Bobby comes in, wanting to change her next appointment. Ryan learns that Felicia has given birth, and he goes to her room. Ryan plays the role of Kevin showing up at Lucy's apartment, claiming his lecture in Rochester was canceled, and she notices that he is acting strangely. Ryan flips out on Lucy when she mentions how horrible Ryan was. Luke interrupts them, and Ryan storms out. Kevin tells Felicia that Ryan is dead, and Ryan steals Georgie from General Hospital, and Ryan decides to take her to Canada. So we've watched this clip before of Georgie, and... um Maxie. So Georgie, what kind of name is Georgie? Felisa asks her daughter, but Maxie said she has a boy's name. So why couldn't the new baby sister be called Georgie? Felicia names the baby Georgie, but Ryan renames her Celeste. When posing as Kevin, he kidnaps the newborn baby from the hospital. Ryan dreamed of raising her as his own, but on the run, the baby wouldn't stop crying. That's yeah, awesome. she's a newborn without her mommy. <sighs> Probably haven't fed her, dude. Probably hasn't. So Kevin calls Mac and lets him know that Ryan took Georgie. Lucy learns that about Ryan and she tells Kevin that he was in her apartment last night. Lucy tells Kevin that if Luke had not shown up, Ryan would have killed her. Audrey is nervous with Ryan on the loose. Yeah. Kevin and Lucy go back to the mental hospital to verify that Ryan is not dead. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know that already. So that an APB can be issued on him. And they find Connie in the coffin. Ooh. Ryan runs a motel room in Canada with the baby. And Garcia tells Mac and Felicia how Ryan escaped with Connie's help. Garcia sets up phone taps. Kevin bets that Ryan will call as he wants to be back in the spotlight. Ryan makes plans for a new car and new IDs. Kevin is worried that Ryan might want to keep Georgie as a form of transference in his feelings for Felicia. Georgie begins to annoy Ryan with her crying. Ryan calls Kevin, 
the police get a trace on Ryan. So this, the book does hit again on what we were saying that Ryan had a little bit of smidge of goodness for a little bit because then Ryan felt rage losing inside him. But Ryan, the pediatrician, loved children. He didn't want to hurt her. He made a desperate call to Kevin that was traced by the authorities who were hot on Ryan's trail. Kevin and Lucy tell Felicia that Ryan called. Garcia and Mac tell her that the local police have been notified. Mac, Felicia, Kevin, and Lucy arrive at the motel, but Ryan is long gone. Yes. So realizing his mistake, Ryan grabs the baby in the car. His mother's ghosts appears and criticizes oh. his behavior oh. mercifully, mercifully. To get away from her, he leaps out of the car with the baby <gasps> and heads to a deserted amusement park. Because that's where you go in March? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tony and Bobby update Steve on Ryan, and then Mac and Felicia plan to circulate some mugshots of Ryan. They make plans. Well, I guess so, because if it's in the north right. in March, it's closed. Yeah. I mean, even though it says abandoned, it would have been closed. People anyway. would not get yeah. Right. They make plans to be able to tell Ryan and Kevin apart if they come face to face. Ryan steals a car. Kevin is spotted by a gas station attendant and is mistaken for Ryan. Fair enough. The attendant makes the citizen's arrest. Because he was doing the right thing. Yes. Kevin is cleared at the police station. That has to be hard. Mm -hmm. If you are a twin. Right? And the other one has committed the crime. Mm -hmm. I'd want to be the bad twin. That would be fun. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Any eyewitness claims to have seen... Oh, an eyewitness claims to have seen Ryan on the side of the road with a baby carrier. Oh, are you happy? Yes. He was using good yes. car seat safety? Yes. Okay, I am cool. very happy. Thank you for recognizing that. Based on his description, the police think that Ryan may be headed towards an amusement park. Lucy tries to catch up with Kevin in Canada. She has to be there to tell the twins apart. She learns it. She learns they headed to an amusement park. Mac, Felicia, and Kevin arrive with Lucy hot on their trail. Lucy is taken into the Hall of Mirrors by Ryan, and Mac and Felicia get separated. Felicia finds Lucy tied up. They're both quickly taken and tied up, and Mac finds Lucy and Felicia. Kevin and Ryan come face-to-face -face in the Hall of Mirrors. I don't think they're actually face-to-face. -face. <laughs> and Ryan gives them the slip. Mac, Felicia, and Lucy and Kevin go after the baby. They get out of the mirror maze. They find Ryan on a carousel with Georgie, and Felicia is reunited with Georgie. Ryan eludes capture. Kevin goes after Ryan back into the Hall of Mirrors, and an explosion rocks the House of Mirrors, and Kevin is killed right before Kevin's eyes. <gasps> so the book says, Kevin, Lucy, Mac, and a frantic Felicia track him there. They rescue Georgie from the carousel. Inside the house of mirrors, Ryan caught Lucy and Felicia and tied them up. Kevin freed them, fighting with Ryan as they ran out. A gas pipe broke and Ryan set the place ablaze. Kevin was horrified to see his twin brother fall back into the flames, into the arms of their mother. He blinked the image away. Ryan was finally gone. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And that's what we thought was it of Ryan in the 90s. Yes. It, we, uh, it, it just goes on to her, him like telling everyone that they're dead. Oh, yeah. I so. mean, I highly doubt that there was really a memorial. I'm sure that Kevin no? had some. You Kevin, want to send flowers? Kevin probably had some. Well, I mean, <laughs> Kevin probably had some feelings about it. Maybe. You know, good, bad, he would. But Kevin is concerned because uh, right. March 27th was the last that they, like, mentioned anything at that time. And it says that Kevin is haunted by the memory of the fire that killed he Kevin. And Kevin tells no. Lucy. Yes. Killed Ryan. Killed Ryan. I'm sorry. Kevin's haunted by the fire that killed himself. Yeah, that would be bad. Kevin is haunted by the memory of the fire that killed Ryan. And Kevin tells Lucy about what he saw because he was spooked. Right. For, like, because he's starting to have the hallucinations. The hallucinations. So I wonder if Kevin's going to be okay. I don't know. I don't know either. That's a whole different rabbit hole. Not going there. Yep. But if you are currently watching the show, you know that that was not really, in fact, the end of Ryan. <laughs> so next week, we will go on to round two. Don't know how many parts it's going to be, but Ryan after how many, death. How many more times is Ryan going to die? Ryan after death. Part okay. one. There you go. <laughs> I like that. All right. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. 
And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.